0: So how is everybody out there in the panic land? I, um, well, let's start to show off proper. Um, yesterday I talked about, uh, the wrestler Shad Gaspard, who's, Part of a tag team called Crime Time, uh, and he and his son were out for a swim in the ocean off the coast of California. Um, they got caught in this rip tide, uh, and there were heavy waves. Now I I, don't, I can't say that because I don't know what a six if a six foot wave qualifies as heavy waves. Um, He wouldn't have had his son out there if he thought it was dangerous uh, from all intention and purposes. The lifeguards were, uh, I guess the lifeguards noticed the riptide and Shad and his son uh, caught in the riptide and one lifeguard attempted a double rescue and I guess the lifeguard was only like 16 years old and um, it, it, I say that because you know it's it shows his bravery uh, in doing his job He went, He tried to throw uh, what they call a can. Yeah, the Those of you who have watched Baywatch, which was pretty much everyone in the world, is familiar with the red buoys that the lifeguards used to help people float back to safety. Uh, the can got washed back by the buoy, or whatever they call it, got washed back by the waves. Um... So the lifeguard, taking his life in his own hands, went out to rescue Shad and his son. And uh, waves were knocking all three of them down, I guess. And uh, Shad handed his son to the lifeguard and said, Save my son. And then... A wave came and took Shad under, and that was the last time he was seen. Um, I guess from what I've heard, I shouldn't guess, from what I've read, the son and his wife stayed at the beach uh, and would not leave without Shad. Um, Unfortunately, this morning, Shad's body washed up on the shore, um, authorities found him uh, this morning, May twentieth. Um, after he was taken under, the you know lifeguard on duty called for help. Uh, helicopters, divers, boats, and more lifeguards were in the water uh, in the air and after a multi-hour search they they finally called the search off Um, and it basically became a missing person case Uh, shed has been found he's resting peacefully with the lord i'm sure right now so my Thoughts And prayers go out to the family of Shad Gaspard, a uh, former World Wrestling Entertainment superstar. Uh, very, very good man from everything I've heard. Um, the wrestler said he was always the center of laughter. Um, there was a, a, a story on the internet about him. I, I after all this came out, I remembered it you know he He stopped an armed robbery at a convenience store one time uh the guy was he was big he was six four and you know solid two hundred and fifty pounds um and yet you know this sixteen year old lifeguard attempted a double rescue, and he intended to go out there and bring back both Shad and his son. It just was not not meant to be um for shad so again my thoughts and prayers to his family let's just take a moment of reflection on how precious life is thank you um after that it's kind of hard to talk about anything but um you know this okay let's let's take a, a cigar break and okay Let's get back to talking about kicking Democrat butt. Um as you recollect, maybe uh, a few weeks ago there was a spatial election in California uh about uh for two congressional seats, which in the 2018 midterm elections uh were taken by Democrats. Uh, I do, if my recollections correct, two Republicans retired and then it made it easier for the Democrats a little bit. Um, of course, this was in the middle of the fake Russia collusion investigation, which made it harder on Republicans. Um, so the Democrats won these seats two years ago. And two years later, they're already back in Republican hands. Uh, So that's good news going forward. Uh, Even with mail-in voting, which I'm not a fan of, but nonetheless, mail-in voting is now the new swing of things. And so uh, the mail-in voting is actually favoring Republicans. Uh, in spite of what myself and President Trump and some others think, uh, now I don't know if there this was a mail-in election or not. This other thing I'm going to talk about, but there were there's a city in Virginia, and Northern Virginia, especially the DC suburbs, has gotten you know very liberal. Uh, it used to be a solid red state, and then. Uh, over the last 20 years, it's turned uh, more blue and maybe purple a little bit. But in the city of Shantan, Shaunton, Virginia, three incumbent Democrats lost to Republicans in a city that voted for Obama twice. So that's looking like some uh, good news if you're a Republican running this fall. Um, uh, I do believe it's going to be a red wave uh, from the top to the bottom. I know in my county, more Republicans voted in the primary than did Democrats. And all of our primaries in in this county, pardon me, were uncontested on both sides, but it shows that there's more enthusiasm by Republicans to get out and vote, and we had a mail-in vote in Ohio, a uh, vote-by-mail, and there, it, there's always been vote-by-mail. Uh, I don't believe that the government should be paying for it 100% and mailing out ballots um, or mailing out Well, in Ohio, you had to request a ballot and then they would mail it to you and you could mail it back free of charge. Right now, they've got the, if you have a paper ballot, it's literally the cost of a typical postage stamp. It used to cost more because it was a different sized envelope than your normal first class mail. But now they've got it down to you can mail it first class mail. for $0.55, so I don't think the government needs to be paying postage. I think you have the responsibility to request an absentee ballot if you can't go out to the polls. But nonetheless, um, things are looking quite favorable for Republicans if these trends continue uh, all the way down to, you know, local city council races. Uh, The next brouhaha going down around the town, the state of Illinois, Illinois, particularly Chicago, I mean, what, Chicago, you have, what, two cities? South, well, no, South Bend's in Indiana. What the hell am I saying? Um, so they have one city, Chicago, right? I don't know. Always wanted to go to Chicago, but uh, can't go there right now without getting shot. So, But the mayor of Chicago IL and the governor are more worried about you staying at home uh, than they are about the you know dozens of young men in the inner city young men, young women, children, elderly that are being shot in gang and drug violence on a weekly basis daily basis in Chicago so uh, I will pause the YouTube for one moment and uh, play a clip for those listening on the Anchor app Organizations that disobey the Illinois stay at home order. Both Governor Pritzker and Mayor Lightfoot are threatening violators, and this time it could hit them in the pocketbook. NBC Five's Patrick Fazio here now with what he's found out. Patrick?
1: Allison, it is now a misdemeanor to reopen without permission in Illinois with fines of up to $2,500. The governor says the new emergency rule is allowed under public health regulations, but the threat of punishment is not stopping everyone, even after Chicago police issued citations. They are harassing us. Pastor Christian Ionescu wants the city to back off after Chicago police blocked parking outside his church service Sunday evening. This is illegal in We're going to court of law. It's a city's call. The pastor confronted officers blocking the private parking lot for his Elam Romanian Pentecostal church in Albany Park. Police also issued parking citations at other churches holding services in Chicago. And so I think this is vindictive. Coming together in these times poses um, risk, risk that we shouldn't be taking. Tonight, Mayor Lightfoot urged churches to wait until she slowly reopens the city in June. We want to do it in partnership with members of the faith community and come up with guidance that others can follow. <laughs> Pastor Ionevsku says he'll keep his church open even if he risks going to jail. Incarceration? I truly believe the mayor and the governor would not want to go there. For them, it is going to be a PR disaster. There are a limited
0: set of warnings and
1: then penalties that can be invoked. Today, Governor Pritzker said reopening before the state allows could mean a Class A misdemeanor and a fine. We don't want to have to shut a business down. What we really want is for people to comply, and we want to give them, you know, this type of citation as an alternative. Just tonight, Rockford and Winnebago County officials announced they will allow churches, childcare, restaurants, and bars to reopen on June first. Rob, okay.
0: Okay. So, in Chicago. And the state of Illinois, if you have a church service in Chicago, this is being done. I don't know about the rest of the state. The police are giving parking tickets. You're uh, subject to a possible fine. And... Sorry, I got daydreaming there you're, you're subject to fine now they showed a picture of inside the church there were seats blocked off with caution tape uh, It looked like a rather small congregation and I'm sure a lot of people were staying home but you know the the really faithful went to this Sunday night service uh, at this church in Chicago uh, the police blocked the parking lot and we're trying to stop uh, people from going in. Let's read what the Constitution says about religious freedom. First Amendment U.S. Constitution. Religion and expression. Congress shall make no law... Respecting, on, respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So right there in the first line of the First Amendment of the Constitution, Congress made it illegal for the government to establish a national religion and they made it illegal to pro- for the government to pre- prohibit the practice of religion so there you be the government cannot tell you you're not allowed to go to church uh and all somebody has to do and these stay-at-home laws are being struck down by state supreme courts, uh, and other courts all over the country right now. Um, you know, people are reading the science and the evidence and seeing that, you know, COVID-19, though it's highly contagious, is not highly lethal, um, so, uh, and I don't want, you know, anyone to, you know, go out there and get sick, if, you know, you have a weak immune system, or any of these things, stay at home, you know, Um, (laughs) and, you know, it's just this, this whole culture right now we're living, the COVID-19 culture is um, just insane, it's like, People are tattletaling on one another for opening businesses, for not obeying stay-at-home orders, for not wearing masks and anything else um, that they can tattle tattletale on someone for. And the government is encouraging it. It's rather ridiculous. Um, and, and, you know, Trump a couple of days ago sparked controversy that got me yelled at by well if you can yell at someone on social media uh about hydroxychloroquine and you know how he takes it to prevent this uh coronavirus and he said he's heard you know from many doctors nurses frontline people that they take it as a preventative along with zinc and azithromycin. There's an article on um, The American Thinker by John Hall, J-O-N, no H, Hall, H-A-L-L. In the May 19th edition of her Fox News show, Laura Ingram interviewed Dr. Yvette L- Ivet Lanzo Lazano Lazano, uh, a Texas physician, who was having trouble with a pharmacy that refused to fill her, oh, I guess it is vet fill her off-label prescription for hydroxychloroquine (H.C.Q.) without submitting it to red tape. It seems the Texas Pharmacy Board is requiring physicians to reveal patients' medical diagnosis before allowing pharmacies to dispense HCQ prescriptions. Dr. Lozano's pharmacy must have been citing Title 22, Part 15, Chapter 291, Sub chapter 291 point thirty. However, if one goes to the Texas Pharmacy Rules at the state Texas State Board of Pharmacy and clicks the link for chapter A just under Chapter 291 the web page The webpage one is taken to does not list 291.30. So this 291.30 was an emergency rule enacted by Texas Board of Pharmacy when the COVID-19 stuff started and hydroxychloroquine was being preached about by President Trump. The thing is, President Trump didn't start the hydroxychloroquine hype. Um, It was actually started by a doctor in France who treated over a 1,000 patients with hydroxychloroquine. And he found a very high rate of recovery and shortening the length of the illness. So I looked up France... Or I think I technically Googled, uh, or maybe it was a Bing. No, it was a Google search. Whatever. Hydroxychloroquine studies France. And a website came up called pubmed.gov. This is the National Library of Medicine, National Health Center for Biotechnology Information. And... It shows a research study. Um, I have to get close here. Sorry. Um, uh, Let's see here. Int J Antimicrobe Microbe Agents. Twenty twenty March. One Well, whatever. There's a bunch of jargon and shit, but. The title of this is called Hydroxychloroquine and Erythomycin as Treatment of COVID-19 Results of an Open Label Non-Randomized Clinical Trial. And then it lists uh, a bunch of names of different people here uh, that you can click on and I guess they must be the ones who did it, did the research. Uh, There's a PMID 32205204, uh, PMCID PMC7102549, DIO. I don't know what all those initials all stand for, but 10.1016. Uh, and then blah blah blah. So I'm gonna to read to you the scientific research. Uh, it says abstract, background. Hydro- or chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine have been found to be efficient on SARS-CoV-2, and report reported to be efficient on Chinese COVID-19. Patients, by the way, that's this is not a political site, this is a a medical government medical site from France translated into English, and they're calling COVID 19 Chinese COVID 19. Okay, so reported to be efficient in Chinese COVID 19 patients. We evaluate the role of hydroxychloroquine on respiratory viral loads. <clears throat> patients and methods. French confirmed. COVID-19 patients were included in a single arm protocol in early March to March 16th, received 600 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine daily and their viral load in naso. Far, far-geno swabs was tested, nasal, so like a nose swab, fancy word for swabbing your nose. Their nasal swabs was tested daily in a hospital setting. Depending on their clinical presentation, azithromycin was added to the treatment. Untreated patients from another center and cases refusing The protocol were included as negative controls. Presence and absence of the virus at six days post-inclusion was considered the end point. Results. Six patients were asymptomatic. 22 had upper respiratory tract infection symptoms and 8 had lower respiratory tract infection symptoms. Twenty cases were treated in this study and showed significant reduction in viral carriage post-D6, or at D6 post, which means after day six. Inclusion compared to controls were much lower average carrying duration. much lower carrying duration than reported of untreated patients in the literature. Azithromycin added to hydroxychloroquine was significantly more effective for virus elimination. Conclusion, despite its small sample size, our survey shows hydroxychloroquine treatment is significantly associated with viral load reduction/disappearance slash disappearance in covid-19 patients and its effect is reinforced by reinforced by azith- azithromycin or z-pack covid uh, keywords covid or keywords 2019 and which is 2019 novel coronavirus, COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 azithromycin clinical trial hydroxychloroquine. So that's the end of the report. So the report in a small sample size showed that in six days, hydroxychloroquine with azithromycin can help cure COVID-19 so that vindicates me from all the ridicule I took and President Trump took um, the fact of the matter is hydroxychloroquine is like 60 cents a pill this new reservoir that dr. Fauci is touting is something like twenty two hundred dollars um, you know, and I've been a fan of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, um, you know, Amy Act and Mike DeWine. I've supported them through all of these things, but I'm looking at science here. I'm not listening to Donald Trump, I'm not listening to the media. I went and found science. Science says this hydroxychloroquine especially when you add in the azithromycin. And others say when you add in zinc, it's even more effective. Uh, the, the combination is effective in reducing this. Uh, they said it takes the virus down to six days. They considered six days uh, successful. So uh, on average, they're saying that it takes 18 days to... Recover from um, COVID nineteen without hydroxychloroquine and these other medications. Uh, Rizenovid, Dr. Fauci said, cuts it down to eleven days, and I'm hearing from people uh, like this guy Michael Yo, who is not a pre- a President Trump supporter. He's a big liberal, but he I guess he's famous for something and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he was singing the praise of hydroxychloroquine, and he was also uh, talking how his doctor said not to put him on a ventilator, that the nurse said, should we put him on a vent, and the doctor said, no, a vent will kill him, because it does the work for your lungs, instead they used like a CPAP or a BiPAP which pushes air into your lungs but makes your lungs do the breathing on their own which your lungs need to be strong and need to be able to do their job to beat this disease so a lot of doctors are going against the conventional wisdom that if somebody's having difficulty breathing, sedate them and put them on uh, a respirator, which remember the big thing was respirators, respirators. Well, we're kind of finding out that not all of the, quote, respirators that were being made were really respirators. They're actually CPAP and BiPAP machines also that are being used uh, to help people recover. But the point of the moral of the story is the hydroxychloroquine is scientifically proven to help. And there's other science out there, you know, the VA did a study with like, they said they did a study of like 300 people that were extremely sick with other illnesses and were near death to begin with. And they caught the COVID-19, and unfortunately, a majority of them, though they were given hydroxychloroquine and all the best medicines and respirated, uh, they unfortunately passed. And we don't want to downplay death. (coughs) You know, they're saying Trump is using the hydroxychloroquine narrative to push people away from the fact that the United States has passed the 90,000 person death toll. That's still a a lot lower. Remember when Dr. Fauci and Dr. Birx and everyone else told us we were going to lose 2.2 people if we did some mitigation? Now I'm seeing headlines that And because it's because the southern states are reopening the fastest, that the southern states are going to experience a huge increase in COVID 19 cases and deaths in the next two weeks. I worked straight through the two week spike period uh, here in Ohio. Did not get sick. I know I'm coughing. That's because I'm talking and my throat gets dry. And I have sinus problems. But this is... I mean... You know, I I would like to get an antibody test. To see if I've ever had this. And You know, because how do I drive... You know, 20 plus people a day... In a car for anywhere from... You know five minutes to an hour and not get exposed when I was in the highest hit area in Ohio per capita um, not wanting to test my luck not trying to brag just saying you know um, I I didn't wear a mask now my employer is telling me I have to wear a mask so I will But, you know, my mask protects you from me. Your mask protects me from you. Um, So, we'll just see how this this all goes. Um, Hopefully, you know, the uh, vaccine comes out, you know, early next year or the end of this year. I know I'll get one. I know I'll get a flu shot very soon also. And... Um, you know, I, I just feel that this is, um, it's time to reopen. It's time to stop punishing churches. Uh, you know, churches need people in the pews to stay open. They have bills like other businesses. Um, I don't believe that God is going to let you get sick in his house. I also don't believe that God will let his church, uh, falter amid this crisis, um, but, you know, I mean, i well, I'm not going to say that, that would be, uh, un- un-kosher, but, you know, God is going to get us through this, God gave the doctors the mind to experiment with medicines, God gives the scientists their mind whether they believe in him or not he created everything on this earth for the betterment of mankind and when i say mankind i don't just mean men you politically correct police Uh, the human race uh, even those that don't know him they're gonna get to know him someday um but uh, aside from the sermon, you know we've got to make sure that our elections are fair and that we get a free election this November um, if you have if you can't go to the polls or if you're afraid to anybody in America can request an absentee ballot it's your responsibility to vote um, churches it is, I just read it to you, it's unconstitutional, and the Constitution is where the buck stops. Not the mayor of Chicago, not the governor of Illinois, the Constitution said what they're doing is illegal, okay? Research shows that hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc can fight and kill and cure this illness, So that's the wrap up. Hey, thank you guys for listening to me. God bless you all. Have a great day and pray for one another. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy Shiites, where's the Thailand (laughs) law?